What's up, people? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. I'm your host, Chris Rausch. In this episode, I interview Sydney Handler. She is a public relations student here at the school who has had more internships than I can count. We're going to talk about all of that. The show is produced by Grace McGuire. She's also a student here at the School of Communications. Thanks for listening. Sydney, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. So I'm looking at your LinkedIn and you've got like six internships on here. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> um, I think internships are an amazing opportunity um, and I've been able to take advantage of as many as I can during my time here. Um, before even needing one for the school, I right after freshman year, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go and try an internship. And how did you find it, the first one? The very first one, my mom's childhood friend knew of someone who was looking for an intern, um, and she owns a PR event planning company that does events for nonprofits. Um, and I was just really interested because of the work that she did, and I was like, you know what, I'll try it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's going to entail, um, but I was interested in nonprofit work, so I just went for it. And at your most recent internship, I'm looking at here, you're doing events planning. So I actually for that, Empire Events. So Empire Events Group was the very first internship I had oh, okay. freshman year. Okay. And I got hired back um, as okay. an employee. <laughs> okay. Um, so which was an amazing opportunity, and so I've been lucky enough to be there as an employee, working full time over the summer and part time while at school. Okay. Um, for about a year now. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Um, just to let you know, we have data that shows that the more internships you have while you're a student, the higher your salary is after you graduate from college. I like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> so three to five internships, 8,000 more a year than somebody wow. with just one internship. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've had three, um, through the school, I've had two internships. Um, and then outside of a, a third, and then also have now been working um, with this one. I've also applied to a few others and then decided um, to just stick to doing the job that I have now. Okay. Um, it's, it has great uh, benefits as far as networking opportunities, so I feel like that's been really helpful for me in okay. terms of being able to broaden my um, network and connections. And have you decided that events is what you want to do? Yeah, I decided I want to do... Um, event planning, PR. Um, short term, my internship in LA taught me I really like doing entertainment. Okay. So short term, I want to do entertainment, um, event planning, PR, because that's where more money is at. Um, okay. And then eventually go back to nonprofit. I love the nonprofit world. It's where my passion is. Okay. Um, unfortunately, it's not the best pay. <laughs> so that's a more later in my career goal. You get more psychic satisfaction. Yes, definitely. Right. Yeah. What, what does Empire Events Group do? Um, so Empire Events Group, we um, work with different nonprofits throughout the New York and New Jersey area, um, and we basically run anywhere from a small um, fundraising event to a large scale, whether it's a gala or an award show, large scale fundraising events. Um, and so I've had the opportunity to work with many different clients on a range of different events. Um, I'm 
currently we have three events this semester. So this semester is a lot. I'm working over 20 hours a week on top of school and have three major events coming up. And where are the events? Um, the events are in New York. Okay. We have one, so one of our clients, the Drama League, um, we have their annual awards show. Um, last year I got the opportunity to work at it when we honored Hugh Jackman um, and Billy Crystal, which was an amazing opportunity, being in a room with a bunch of Broadway and just uh, stars and just celebrities in general. Wow. Um, but so this year... We, did I'm, you get to talk to them? I did. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was very nice. Is he? <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, um, because he's so big, I didn't really have a chance to like, really sit down, obviously, sure. talk to him. And sure. I had to be professional while I was working. But yeah. he is a lovely person to work with. That's good um, to know. Yeah, so I had the opportunity. And so once again this year, um, we will be announcing, our honorees aren't announced yet, but they're really exciting. And I'm very excited to be at this event again. Um, we actually just sent out the press release. So in the next week, we'll be hearing... Um, in the media and the public will finally hear who our honorees are for this year. Um, but so the Drama League Awards we have going on, and then one of our um, clients, NADAP, we have their, we're bringing back, we haven't done it since COVID, but we're bringing back their annual um, fundraising event. They used to have it a larger scale gala, but now we're kind of bringing it down to just more of like a cocktail reception. Um, and then I'm also working with a very new client that's just starting this year, and we're working with the Springsteen Archives, which is actually located in New Jersey. So that event's going to be in Jersey. Um, What's the event? So with that, it's there's a VIP reception gala, and then there's going to be an award show, and Bruce Springsteen is presenting the awards, and um, some of our honorees for that um, are really big... Um, people within the music industry okay it's really exciting i didn't realize that he did something like that yeah this is a very new um event like they haven't had this event before they're starting up an award show um but the springsteen archives and center for american music um they are basically it's a nonprofit that is trying to um preserve and um they're actually working in the, they're in the process of opening a museum um but their work is to preserve the work of bruce springsteen and other artists of that type so bon jovi also um they do stuff with his work and um so this annual award show is going to be hopefully a huge success yeah. and bring in a bunch of people so. all right i'm going to put you on the spot since i know you I'm are from new jersey <laughs> favorite bruce springsteen song I'm going to be really basic and say Born in the USA. Oh, it really, <laughs> <laughs> it just, that song, it always just hits. No matter no. what, the where I am or anything, if that song comes on, everyone knows the words. It brings everyone together. All right. I'm going to show you how old I am. That okay. tour, the Born in the USA tour. Yes. I saw him twice in one week. Wow. Yeah. That's that's incredible. We are actually, so. And he puts on a show. I was going to say. It's like a three, I, four hour show. He, so he's currently on tour right now, yeah. the band. Yeah. Um, and one of our biggest clients, the Kristen Ann Carr Fund, um, he's very closely aligned with them. It's a nonprofit that raises money for sarcoma awareness. Um, and he is one of our biggest donors there from the beginning. Um, unfortunately, he has not been to the event in the past times that I've been there since it's been COVID. Um, and with him going on tour, he's been extra careful. I will hopefully be able to meet him, though, at this upcoming event with Springsteen Archives. But for the Kristen Ann Carr Fund, we've been auctioning off tickets to every single one of his um of, like shows on this tour they've all been going for at least 1500 like 2000 wow. wow the one there was one of the florida shows the tickets were 8000 wow for two tickets wow <laughs> so i'm gonna go with blinded by the light 
a good um, one. Uh, I know it was remade by Manfred Mann, but mm. I like the Springsteen version. It's a good one. All right. <laughs> um, Sydney, why public relations? How did you get interested in public relations? Um, I actually had a really interesting, I think, way of finding my way there. I In high school, I always, and since I was little, I always wanted to open my own bakery. Um, I was set on going to culinary school and opening my own bakery. And I was I kind think of. I remember this from Com One Forty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've always. This is my like passion, and I was set on it. <coughs> and then um, my uncle's best friend, who owns a bakery, kind of talked me out of it. And he was <laughs> like, um, "See, you're not really ever gonna get sleep. Um, your hours are horrible." And he basically talked me out. He's a big family man, and he said how he had to. He actually just ended up selling the bakery so he could really spend more time with his family. And so he kind of warned me about that, and I kind of was talked out of it and my mom actually was looking into different people person related careers because I'm very much a people person um and I just love the idea of working with people and making an impact in some way um and my mom actually stumbled upon what public relations is and so starting junior year um I started looking more into it and I realized I wanted do that and um, I've always been drawn to nonprofit and doing public relations in that sense in order to really make an impact. That's interesting because I don't think most students when they're in high school even know what public relations is yeah. but you did. Yeah it, for me it was a lot of researching I really had no idea I knew once I decided against um, going into like culinary and opening my own bakery yeah. um, I thought about communications as a whole just because I love working with people and I knew that I didn't ever want to do something that was super science focused or super math focused where you can make an impact but I wanted to work directly with people making an impact not be in like a setting where I'm not working directly with people that I'll be able to communicate with um, and so yeah I started researching um, and it was really my mom who introduced me to public relations and we, I ended up meeting some people um, just through my parents, friends, and connections to people who worked in communications to get some general ideas of Okay, it. good. Shout out to mom. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, she helped me realize <laughs> that this is probably what's for me. Okay. And as soon as I realized, I just went forward with it, and I yeah. was like, this is what I want to do. So you mentioned earlier that you had an internship out in L.A. You were part of the QUNLA program yes. last spring. Yes. That's what correct. was that like, and why did you want to do that? Um, QUNLA has to be my favorite time at Quinnipiac. I have to, like, out of all my time here, I have the best memories. It was a life-changing experience, like, in all my life. I constantly, my friends and I who were there together, we joked that that was our peak in life, <laughs> being in LA. Um, I wanted to take the opportunity to be out there because I know realistically I don't want to live there. Um, but being the entertainment communications like capital, I was like, there's going to be so many amazing opportunities and I want the chance to be out there and work in entertainment because a part of me always was interested in doing entertainment. Um, and my sister is actually um, studying to be an actress. And so for me, I was always interested also maybe like I would do agency, like working as an agent um, or working like with celebrities in that sense and doing press. And so I wanted to take that time in LA to also think more on that side and see if that really interests me. Um, but LA as a whole, I mean, the internship I had was an amazing experience. I learned so much there that I hadn't previously knew or hadn't even done, like really. And 
for my internship there, it was very much that they threw me in at the beginning, being like, you're going to be intern, you're going to do all the research. And then as I proved my time, they were like, the better work you do, as we see that, we're going to give you more opportunities. And by the end of it, they were having me directly write the pitches. They were having me work on decks to send straight to clients. This is Hustle um, & Company. Yes, Hustle yeah. & Company. Yeah. Um, and the opportunity to work there actually I met Jen DiMartino, the CEO, at an event here that was, um, an it was a, I think it was, I don't know if it was the alum one of the alumni events or if it was just a networking event. Okay. Um, but I met her at one of those and she had said if I was interested to reach back out. Um, but that opportunity was amazing and I know they always, they said too that I can always come back there. Um, they have an office in New York too and it was just, it was amazing experience to really get the chance to work on a different side that I hadn't previously worked with. Yeah. Favorite side thing to do at, in LA? Not your internship, oh. but like one of the weekend things. I have a list on my phone <laughs> of every single thing, every single thing, every place we went, every like activity we did, every restaurant we went to that we left being like, this was amazing. All of the comedy shows we went to, I have every single thing listed out. But I need you to pick one. And I, I don't know. Did Andres take y'all to the box, the show? No. Okay. The box, no. Yeah. We did. There's, there's a show that his friends do. Okay, we did see, um, we went to one of the podcasts that he does. Yeah. Um, and we also got to go see a comedy show that Andrew Santino, who's one of the, um, the hosts on the podcast that he yeah. works with we got to see him perform too um but yeah we never went to the box i don't know though if i could choose just one thing i really i, I like love brothers a dodgers game i need to like look at my list now <laughs> i i really have no idea i have everything written out you know it was amazing for me i i was out there in may with my wife my wife is from la everything wow <laughs> <laughs> um and we're walking down the street going to a restaurant with andres and somebody recognizes him he from his podcast. And I'm like, okay, Andres is a big deal. He's a big deal. He's kind of a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. um, we were, my favorite time that we were out with him, it actually happened a handful of times, I think like five times throughout when we were out yeah. that people would recognize him. Yeah. When we were in Universal, it was such a fun experience because we were all just talking, waiting in line for food. Like it was such a just casual, we were talking to Andres um, about, what ride we were gonna do next it was like all of the group like all 12 of us and him we were all just talking we were like planning out our day like which rides do we want to go to next and all of a sudden someone comes up to him they're like oh my god sorry to interrupt are you oh my are you and then they started like freaking out and they were like it's it's you you're on the podcast <laughs> and they started freaking out and they asked him for a picture and everything and we all were just like starstruck by the <laughs> fact that we were with him we were like oh my god he's a celebrity Just like for, for those listening this is andres Rosende, who's our qunla director but he's on a podcast he's produced movies um he's kind of a big deal yeah <laughs> and i didn't realize it until i was out there yeah. with him yeah none of us realized that he told us a story too um when he was just i think he was walking one time like down the street like and he said this woman stopped her car in the middle of the road rolled down her window and started shouting at him <laughs> and he was just that was the first encounter he ever had with like a fan and he was just he had no idea what to do and he just told the woman he was like just keep driving you're blocking traffic because he didn't know what to do <laughs> wow <laughs>
Hey, um, Sydney, how did you get to Quinnipiac? What was uh, what was that like? Um, I had researched a bunch of different schools, um, and my college counselor in high school had mentioned Quinnipiac when I decided I wanted to do communications and look at PR programs. Um, she had said she read up it has an amazing communication school um, and a bunch of different opportunities and so I started looking into it more and I love the idea that compared to the other schools I had looked at um, the hands-on learning here is so emphasized and I love that and I was just so interested in getting real-world experiences while being in the classroom so it's not just sitting and listening to lectures because you're not really gonna gain the most just from that um, and between learning about the different opportunities as far as internships and networking and the professors being professionals in the industry, and then specifically the three plus one program, that's what really drew me in. Okay. And what are you going to do for your plus one? I'm doing public relations. You're going to, still, so you're going to yes. stick yes. with what you know. <laughs> I, yeah, I decided I was debating if I wanted to do the social media track or not. I actually was just going through this the other night. Um, and I decided I want to just stick with p public relations, just keep taking advantage of the different networking opportunities within the classes because I found that throughout like my PR classes, a lot of the professors will bring in guest speakers. And so yeah. it's been very beneficial. I have networked and connected with so many people in the industry and I know I want to do PR. So I'd rather just stick with doing that and meeting more people that way. And then also taking advantage of like the branding class that I never taken before or doing different um, like the now they have the entertainment PR class that's starting next semester so I want to take advantage of more of the different public relations classes in my masters. Right. Sydney I want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Uncommon Grounds. Thank you for having me. That was my interview with Sydney Handler who is a public relations student here at the Quinnipiac University School of Communications. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by me, Chris Rausch. I'm the Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac. The show is produced by Grace McGuire, who is also a student here at the school. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu podcast. You can listen to our podcast on the platform or app of your choice. Definitely check us out on Twitter and Instagram at qupodcasts. Do you have a story to share? Something you want us to talk about? Find us on social media or shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. On the next episode of Uncommon Grounds, I interview Tanner Kern. He is a sports journalism master's student here at the school. Until then, keep your distance, wash your hands, and thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.